When it comes to Medicare, confusion is the norm for most people. Parts A, B, C, D, Advantage Plans, Supplement Plans, HMO, PPO, PFF, SNP, with so many letters of the alphabet dancing across the page, where do you begin? What type of plan is right for you? When is the right time to enroll, and how much does it cost? If you have questions about Medicare and are feeling just a little overwhelmed by it all, then this is the podcast episode for you. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Sage Aging Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Craven. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. I'm really glad you're here. In this podcast, we'll introduce you to experts in the field of aging who'll provide you with the information you need to make daily life easier. Like all of you, I was a family caregiver myself, and as a publisher of a senior resource guide, I understand how hard it is to come by good information, and I know that sometimes you just need to hear that everything will be okay. Our weekly conversations with industry professionals will leave you feeling confident that you're not alone and empowered to celebrate and enjoy the aging and caregiving journey. Are you ready? Hit subscribe now. Let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 16 of the Sage Aging Podcast, and the first order of business today is a big thank you. We just surpassed 1,000 downloads, and for a new podcast with such a niche topic, that's a pretty big deal, and I'm really proud of that, and I'm thankful for you. I'm truly having a great time with this podcast, and from your feedback, I even have plans for something new to complement it coming very soon. I can't share the details just yet, but stay tuned for that announcement soon. Thank you so much for listening and spending a few minutes with me each week. I don't think you know how much I appreciate that, and I hope that the content that I'm bringing is helpful for you. This podcast, it's all about you, the listeners, so let me know how I'm doing. What do you like and what don't you like? What would you like to hear more of? Are there specific guests or topics that you'd like for me to pursue? I'd love to hear your thoughts on all of that. So drop me a line at info at sageaging.us, or you can connect with Sage Aging on social media via Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now let's move on and get to our topic. To say that Medicare is confusing would be an understatement. The options are many, and it can be difficult to navigate the maze and choose the plan that's right for you. The good news is you don't have to navigate Medicare on your own. There are specially trained agents and government websites and resources and nonprofit organizations available to assist you in that. My guest today is Jennifer Mullins a licensed insurance agent with Humana for six years specializing in Medicare. Jennifer's favorite part of her job is working one-on-one with seniors and serving her community, and she does that really well. You can always find her out volunteering at local organizations and food distributions, and while she's not working, she enjoys walking around the lakes in the local area with her pups Rocky and Coco. Welcome to the show, Jennifer. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Liz, for having me on Sage Aging. I'm so excited to be here. 
Good. Well, hey, you know what? We have always done a lightning round at the beginning of each episode. We kind of took a little vacation from that with all of the content that we had to squeeze into a short episode for the Elder Law series, but I'd love to bring that back today with you. So do you mind if I ask a few get-to-know-you questions? Sure, I would love that. Okay, awesome. Your first question is, what is your favorite color? So my favorite color is turquoise or really any shade of blue. So you've got that cool vibe going on. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Your next question, what's something that your parent, either your mom or your dad, taught you that you've always carried with you? Something my parents have always taught me is to always remember where I came from and always have strong faith. And I'm so grateful that my parents kept me in church and active in the church because because of that, that's like been a foundation for me all of my life. That's wonderful. So did you do when you were a kid, did you all go to church weekly and have, you know, lunch afterwards? What were your traditions like? Yes. So we went to church every Sunday morning, Sunday night and Wednesdays after church, you know, we would always like have a big family lunch. Um, I was really good friends with the pastor's daughter, so we're we're still really good friends today. And she and I would get together, get to play at each other's houses, and it just allowed me to really develop strong relationships and have a really strong faith throughout my life. That's so awesome. I guess the next question would be obvious, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What is your favorite way to spend a Sunday afternoon? Well, so now that we are virtual and we're in our homes, I love watching church on my TV in my living room. It's kind of neat. I get to sit there with my coffee and just enjoy a peaceful morning. Usually in the afternoons, I love to just relax, unwind. Something else I love doing at the end of my day, I like to get ready for my week and kind of just like set my calendar up and get organized. So kind of like a little mixture of relax and then just get ready for a brand new week. Oh, I'm so with you on getting organized for the week. I just, I'm one of those people who likes her workspace to be organized and well-defined. I can't stand it. Even if I'm going to work on a project, it can't be on my desk unless I'm working on it right now. Otherwise, I'm flustered and I can't focus on what I'm doing. (laughs) Yes, yes. I know that feeling. Well, that was fun. (laughs) Thanks for indulging me in that little bit of fun. I really think it's a great opportunity for our listeners to get to know us as people a little bit and just um, hear a little bit about the personal side before we jump into all the info. So I hope everybody is ready to take some notes and learn a little bit about Medicare because, wow, what a huge topic that is. I think we could probably do an entire series just on Medicare and not run out of things to talk about. But today, I really want to start with the basics, Medicare 101. So let's just start from the beginning. What is Medicare? So Medicare is the U.S. government's largest health insurance program, and it serves more than 62 million people. It's run by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, so sometimes you may hear CMS. It's part of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. 
sometimes people confuse Medicare with Medicaid. Can you distinguish the difference for us? Yes, absolutely. So Medicare is a federal program that provides health coverage if you're 65 or older or under 65 and you have a disability no matter your income. Medicaid is a state and federal program that provides health coverage if you have a very low income. So if you're eligible for both Medicare and Medicaid, oftentimes called dual eligible, you can have both. Who is eligible for Medicare and what qualifications must they meet for eligibility? At age 65, you may be eligible for Medicare Parts A and B, even if you still work. And you may be eligible for premium-free Medicare Part A through your spouse, although you must still qualify by age or disability. You may also be eligible for Medicare Part A and B if you're under 65 and have a disability or in-stage renal disease. Now, if you have a disability, you would need to be on disability for 24 months in order to qualify for Medicare Part B. So as it relates to all of these parts and different plans, I think that's probably the element that confuses people the most. So let's start with what is original Medicare and then talk about private Medicare and describe all of the parts that go along with those. That's a great question. So original Medicare. Original Medicare is your parts A and B. So Part A helps cover your hospital cost and other inpatient cost. Part B helps cover your doctor and other outpatient cost. So together, they are original Medicare and available from the federal government. Your next option would be, you hear sometimes on the commercials, Medicare Advantage plans, which is Medicare Part C. And that's when you take Medicare Parts A and B, and it will equal Part C. Kind of like a mathematical equation. Um, (laughs) I was never good in math. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) Um, But Medicare Advantage is a plan that, you know, they call it MAPD. Sometimes you'll hear because it covers your medical and your prescription drug plans. So when you're on a Medicare Advantage plan, frequently it includes extra benefits and services. It may include prescription drug coverage, Part D. And they're oftentimes offered through private companies such as Humana. Your next option would be just original Medicare and a prescription drug plan. That's where you would pay a monthly premium for a prescription drug plan. And then just have your original Medicare where you would pay the 20% of the cost with your parts A and B. So the prescription drug plan Is that something that you would purchase through a private insurance? Yes, it is. So that is another um, that is another plan that's available through private companies such as Humana that you could purchase through an agent. The other option that you have is Medicare supplements. They're often called Medigap plans and work with Original Medicare. So they're designed to help pay some of the cost original Medicare doesn't pay, such as your co-pays, co-insurances, deductibles. Each Medicare supplement insurance plan has a unique blend of benefits. So these may be attractive because they're not limited to specific network or providers. So when I say Medicare Advantage, 
you would think of plan G, plan F, that might sound familiar, you know, the letters of the alphabet. Again, Medicare really likes to use the ABCs. Yes, Um, they do. (laughs) But those are often common. They've been around a long time. And those are also through private companies. So the only ones that you would get through the government would be A and B. The rest are all going to come through a private company. That is correct. So when you qualify for Medicare, meaning you're turning 65, what does the timeline look like? So the timeline, they have seven months when you're turning 65. So if you're within three months of turning 65, you're eligible for the Medicare Initial Enrollment Period, IEP, and can enroll in a Medicare plan. And it's also time to start exploring Medicare if you haven't enrolled within that first three months. So you have seven months, three months before your birthday, the month of your birthday, and three months after your birthday to make a choice. It's important to make a choice because you don't want to end up with a penalty for not selecting a plan. So even if you're selecting just the parts A and B that are provided for you, you still have to officially make that selection. Correct. So the most important selection you make, if you only keep original Medicare, Part A and B, you definitely want to add a prescription drug plan to it. That's where the penalty can come into play is if you don't have that prescription drug plan. So if anything, most importantly, make sure you choose a prescription drug plan if you decide not to go with a Medicare Advantage plan or a Medicare supplement. So the prescription plan, although it has to be purchased separately, it's not really optional? No, it's not optional. I mean, you could not get one, but if you ever decide later in life to get one, the penalty will just be much larger than if you waited a year or two years. For example, I've seen situations where somebody in their 80s didn't really know very much about the penalty. Um, And they decided they want a drug plan, but the penalty is just so high right now that it just may not be advantageous for them. So we're talking like a financial penalty? Yes, a financial penalty. Yes. Is that a one-time penalty or is that something that's assessed over the life of whatever prescription plan you would choose? So how they do it is, let's say you do not select any plan at all. You just keep A and B. If you do not select a drug plan you could have a penalty. It's 1% of the cost of the national average on a drug plan. So let's just say the plan costs $13 a month for a drug plan. It would be 1% penalty of that amount for every Mm -hmm. month that you didn't have drug coverage. So they would add up the, um, the months and then they, you would have your amount and you would have to pay that for the rest of the time that you're on Medicare. So it is optional, but it should not be optional. Go ahead and get the drug plan. (laughs) Yeah. If anything, if you're not interested in any of the other options, the least you can do is just enroll in a drug plan to keep yourself. Because if you ever decide you do want to pick a different plan, you know, it's important that you don't get in that situation financially. So it sounds to me like it's really important to find yourself some good education well before it's time to sign up for Medicare. Yes, definitely. How would one go about doing that? 
Some really helpful resources would be available at medicare.gov. You can actually go onto the medicare.gov website and order your Medicare and You handbook, which they publish it every single year. Each fall, there's a new one that comes out. I would recommend having that book on hand because it really dives deep and answers a lot of those questions. You know, choosing a Medigap policy, um, there's a guide to health insurance for people with Medicare. It's a publication developed jointly by CMS and National Association of Insurance Commissioners. So I definitely recommend going to Medicare.gov and checking that out. I also recommend going to shipacenter.org. It's where you can view your state health insurance program. There's information on there as well. And then if you think you may qualify for any extra help, you'll definitely want to make an appointment with your state Medicaid office and also the Social Security Administration because you may be able to get extra help to pay for your prescription drug premiums and your Medicare Part B premiums. Those are all terrific resources, and I'll make sure that links to all of those that she just mentioned are available in both the blog post for this episode, which you can find at sageaging.us, and in the show notes if you are listening from your podcast app. So be sure to check those show notes for easy links so you don't have to search all over the place to find those resources that she just mentioned. But I think it's really important for people to really dig in and learn about what you're doing because sometimes the choices that we're making today, as we've just displayed through the prescription drug conversation, that can have consequences for a long time to come. Yes, it can. Have you ever had people come in to you who are dealing with that? How are you able to find a workaround if you can at all? Yeah, so that's a great question. I think you have to ask the right questions. One question being, are you a veteran? You know, are if you are, are you utilizing the VA for your prescription drugs? Next question, do you qualify for low-income subsidy, which is, in short, LIS? which is where Medicare will lower the cost of your drugs and it gets rid of that penalty. You've got to ask the questions and really it's having an agent on your side that can help ask those probing questions to see where they can get you the most help. You know, we've all heard that adage, you don't know what you don't know. And I think it certainly qualifies when it comes to Medicare because as a consumer, trying to figure out what the right questions to ask are can be very difficult. And I think that most people are just at the mercy of whoever the person is that's sitting across from them. And though most people that I've run across tend to be really, really fantastic and know their stuff and do their best to lead people in the right direction, sometimes choices are made just through sheer ignorance and just not knowing. So it's important to make sure that who you're talking to has a good reputation. And what are some things that someone should look for when they're looking for assistance with Medicare? You know, you want someone that's going to give you clear answers and help you navigate the inner workings of Medicare from your premium, your co-pays, your co-insurances, your deductibles, the network. You want to make sure that you have a clear understanding And if you're not sure, make sure to speak up and say, you know, I don't understand. Can you explain that again? 
Because as an agent, our goal is to help you understand and to make you feel comfortable with your choice and to make you feel excited and happy with your healthcare journey. Now, what about cost? Let's talk about that for a moment, because you hear all kinds of things in uh, radio and television commercials about free premiums. And let's break it down. What does Medicare actually cost? When you become eligible for Medicare, you do have a cost associated. There is a Part B premium. That premium is $144.60. It comes out of your Social Security unless you're paying it some other way, unless you set up a different form of payment. The only way to have that Part B premium zero cost to the beneficiary would be qualifying for Medicaid, which allows the state to pay the Part B premium. In which case, Medicaid and Medicare would coexist and work hand in hand. Correct. Oh, the maze, the ins and outs. (laughs) It gets deeper and deeper. (laughs) It really does. And that's why it's so important to have someone who understands this to help you. And I want to talk about for a minute, you mentioned it before, SHIP. Can you define that program? Because that's something that's available all over the country. Most of the time, I believe, maybe even all of the time, that's available through your local area agency on aging. But it's a program where volunteers can help you to work through what all of this means and and help you in deciding what the best choice is going to be for you. Can you talk a little bit about SHIP? Yes. It's a program that provides free health insurance information and counseling. Um, It's for people who aren't sure, you know, they want to have an unbiased opinion, someone to sit down with them and kind of explain. I think it's a good way to get ahead of the game. So that way, when you do sit down with an agent, you're a little bit, you know, you kind of have more information and more knowledge. Um, Here in the area that I live in, in Lakeland, which is in Polk County, we have a program under SHIP called SHINE. Um, It's called Serving the Health Insurance Needs of Everyone. So it's a great program to, like I said, sit down. It doesn't cost anything. And you're really getting an unbiased opinion of all the plans. So in that instance, somebody would sit down with you and review basically what you have now, what's important to you, and guide you to the right plan. Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. Now, I'll also provide links for the Shine program in in Florida and also how to find your own program wherever you live for the SHIP program. So all of those links are going to be available in the blog post and show notes as well. One other thing that you want to consider when you sit down with whether it be an agent or with someone from the SHIP program You want to consider these factors when making a Medicare choice. You want to consider your cost. How much will you pay for premiums, deductibles, co-insurance, and co-payments? Your benefits. You want to look at are additional benefits included, such as prescription drug coverage. That's important. Convenience. Are the plans and network providers conveniently located to your house? Are you going to need to drive far to go see your doctor's? You want to look at your prescription needs. You know, have you needed care in the past for a few years? Do you anticipate your medicine needs will increase? And providers, do your doctors and preferred healthcare facilities accept the plan? 
So be sure before you meet with someone to have all these things listed out so you know what's most important to you and you can consider all of these things before making your selection. Great advice. So to break that down, when you are ready to sit down with an agent or a ship volunteer to start to dig through this, the things that you should bring with you would be a listing of your current medical providers, any ailments that you have, any prescription drugs that you're using. What else? That sounds about right. You mentioned your chronic conditions. Another good one is, will your healthcare needs grow in the near future? Prescription drugs is important. You want to make sure your drugs are covered. So yeah, I think you about hit them all. Very good. Well, I think that gives us a really good base to start from. But, you know, I hope that everybody pays attention to this and and takes the time to dig in a little bit deeper. We're going to provide lots of links for you in the show notes. So this this episode really is just to give you kind of an overview of what this whole Medicare thing means and how to get ready for it. But I know from assisting my mother in helping her get her things ready, it was a lot of homework on our end to do the proper research and make sure that we were ready. So I hope that everybody will do that. And if you have specific questions about Medicare and need some answers, shoot those questions over to us at info at sageaging.us. And we will connect with Jennifer and others to make sure that we get good answers for you. And if you'd like to connect with Jennifer, we'll have her info in the show notes as well so that you're able to connect with her and ask her specific questions that might apply to your situation. So can you think of anything else that we've left out that we should be talking about? I think you hit on everything, Liz. I just, if I can just leave anything behind for anybody that's out there trying to go through the maze of Medicare, you know, find somebody that you connect with, find someone that you can trust that has your best interest at heart. Sometimes it's more than health insurance. It's finding somebody who truly cares about your needs. Those are very true words, and I think that applies in almost any situation, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Well, Jennifer, thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate you stopping by to share with us. I know that Medicare is not an easy topic to try to uncover in just 30 minutes, but I think you did a great job of covering the basics and giving us all a place to start from so we can dig a little deeper on our own. And thank all of you for listening in. I do really appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your day to spend with me. You'll find a new episode every Tuesday morning in your playlist if you're subscribed. If you haven't subscribed yet, I hope you'll do that. And I hope you'll also take a minute to leave me a review. Next week, we'll be chatting with Laura Banner of Compassionate Education. Laura is a neurology and dementia nurse practitioner and a dementia educator. If you have a loved one with dementia, you don't want to miss that episode. It's going to be really great. In the meantime, if you've got any feedback you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Info at sageaging.us. Thanks, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. 